Welcome to this message from Port Life Church. Our goal is to bring life to the Port community and beyond. And our hope is that this message will inspire and encourage you today. Well, I don't know if you've, uh, some of you would have ever seen this book. Some of you will have. It's called Port Life, the first 60 years, 1956 to 2016. And for those that have read this book, um, it's full of stories of the men and women who heard from God, took steps of faith. And the result was there was this lasting impact, a legacy, if you like. And it starts, this book, with a couple called Dudley and Bonnie Cooper. I think you've got a photo on the screen there. They felt called by God to start a home group in Kilkenny in 1956 and it got so big that they had to move. And so they moved to another site and and in the next decade, in the 1960s, a guy called Barry Chant and his wife Vanessa grew it even further. And they took a risk by purchasing the first property for the church in the 60s. And after Barry was John Ridley and Margaret McIntyre. Margaret McIntyre was a lady that wanted to start a Christian school and the pastor in the church here at the time was John Ridley. And so the two of them got together and said, well, let's do it then. And so with that, the first independent school, independent Christian school in South Australia was formed in 1976. In the 1980s, Keith Walsingham facilitated a merge with another church, Lakeside Christian Centre, which enabled the funding of the new site for this church and a school. And in the late 80s, Neil and Joy Milne. God told Neil that it was time to find a new site for the church and the school so that the two which were at that time separated could be on one site again so that they could coexist together. The church was able to pay for the land, but in 1990, it says in the book, the property team presented the budget for the auditorium, and stage one was going to cost a million dollars, and that was a huge amount of money in 1990, but they did it. They made it happen. In the 2000s, John Poyser oversaw the transition from our school being just a primary school to an R to 12 all the way through um, school. And he gave people in the church a heart for the disadvantaged by introducing programs that reached people not only a focus of not only globally but locally with people that were disadvantaged. In 2010, I felt the calling for this church to start a play cafe. And When I shared it with the congregation, the congregation took action and they raised $100,000. And a few months later, Green Monkeys was born. And that has since impacted thousands upon thousands of people each year. And you know, the reason that many of us here are following God and the reason that many of us are in churches today is a result of legacies that have been left by others. This morning... I want to talk about Sarah Wilson. She's the eldest child of one of our former pastors, Kelvin Wilson, 
he passed away in 2006. And, he's the, and she's the eldest child of our kitchen ministry leader for nearly 13 years, Nairi Wilson. Sarah's been our kids' pastor, I think, for nearly 11 years. She's certainly been on staff for nearly 11 years anyway. And I've watched Sarah grow up from, from when she was such a little kid, and she, just, she can't remember me, but I remember her. And in my opinion, the greatest legacy that her parents have given her is a passion to follow Jesus Christ. You know, Sarah's only ever lived in a home where Jesus is Lord. Not many of us can say that. Sarah's only lived in a home where Jesus is the number one priority. From her birth, she's known no different. When I led the children's church here back in the late 90s, I taught Sarah at kids' church, and then I left for Darwin, and I went away for over 10 years. But when I returned in 2008, Sarah was still at the church, as was her brother, and her mum and when Sarah was in year 12 the year after I got back I started this lunchtime canteen to raise some money for the church they were pretty tough times financially and we needed some new monitors for the offices so I thought well I'll put on a little junk food canteen here at lunchtime Um, and one day I couldn't make it and Sarah used to come in with some of her friends and, and she said well I'll do it I'll take it for the day. And I went, okay. So I gave it to Sarah. And I don't know if she remembers or not, but she was, I was actually happy to give it to her because I knew she'd be trustworthy. She was reliable and she did a great job. And at that stage, she was already heavily involved in the life of the church. When I got here, she was on the worship team. She was helping with youth. And she loved running events as a teenager. She was into everything. And it wasn't long before I asked Sarah to join our staff team. In September 2011, Sarah was officially appointed the children's leader. She was studying teaching at uni. And so I thought, well, okay, I was doing the maths and I'm thinking, well, at least I've got her, I think, for another three to four years until she finishes her studies and then I'll lose her when she goes to become a full-time teacher. She completed uni. I'm just waiting for this time when she's going to resign. But she didn't leave. Don't you want to go and teach? Like, I'm assuming you're going to go and teach now. Um, no, I actually want to work for the church. It, it was so obvious to me that while she could have gone and worked out as a teacher, um, money was not her driving factor. She would have made a lot more money than we were paying her. Um, She was motivated to do what God was calling her to do. She felt called to ministry, so she turned her back on teaching. And she later got her pastor's credential. And over the last 11 years, it's been my privilege to see Sarah outworking her God-given talents. And we know she has many of those. Sarah's passion for kids' ministry led to many ventures over the last 11 years such as fortnightly kids' clubs, for those that are a bit older now that might remember being part of them, especially in the front row, some of you would. School holiday camps, winter carnivals, kids' after-school life groups, the junior development program, all of the different things that Sarah did, all with the same goals in mind. Show the kids that they are loved, 
and valued by God and that they are loved and valued by others. Sarah would always be there for them. She saw it her goal to lead the kids towards Jesus and she would disciple and teach the kids about Jesus. On top of this, Sarah was heavily involved in the running of Easter and Christmas productions, Carols by Leadlight, and made sure that the kids were part of our Myanmar project. Then came COVID and the closure of the church, something none of us ever predicted could take place. And I remember when in March 2020, on a Monday morning, the Prime Minister said, I'm shutting everything down including church services. Six days later, the church was able to watch our pre-recorded service on YouTube, thanks to Sarah. Sarah set all of that up. And our services have been online every week since. We've been blessed to have Sarah with us for nearly 30 years. There was a little time when her parents and her were over in New Guinea as missionaries, but I think it'd be close to 30 years here. And Sarah's felt for a little while that God's been saying to her that, Sarah, it's, it's now time for something new, somewhere else. And Sarah listens to God, and Sarah's obedient. And so her last Sunday is with us today. How will she be remembered? Proverbs 13.22 says, Good people leave an inheritance to their grandchildren. Now, I'm not suggesting that Sarah is a grandmother. <laughs> I assure you she's not. That would be news to everybody, including her. Sarah doesn't have any kids yet. But Sarah has loved and looked out for our kids in a way like that, that proverb speaks. That it's no surprise that some of our kids have at some times accidentally called her mother or grandmother or whatever else was being said before. Good people leave an inheritance to their grandchildren. In the case of the church, the grandchildren of the generations are going to follow us, follow after us at Port Life, particularly some of the kids that you heard from today and their kids and their kids. And that's in part, it's, it's, it's sure there's many people involved in a child's life, but a great influence on many of those will be Sarah. And that's what Sarah leaves. She's left our kids an inheritance. She made sure that every kid that came here knows that God loves them. If you remember her little online things, that was a click phrase. I'm not going to try and say it because I won't do it as well. But effectively, it was that God loves you. It was always her ending part of a video. She made her time count here. She leaves us with great legacies. She's impacted so many people. You've only heard from a few today. And what she has done will continue to lead many people in our community closer to God. Matthew 25, 29 says, To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. And Sarah, I believe this is true for you. Those who use well what they are given, even more will be given. I believe that even more will be given to Sarah. We're going to see Sarah in the future going to another whole new level. And you will have an abundance. It'll be an abundance of fruit. I don't know what that fruit's going to look like, but God knows. And we will see that in the future. 
So I guess I want to end today by saying, well done, Sarah. I know this is not your funeral and it's starting to somehow sound like it. (laughs) But you have been a good and faithful servant. (laughs) You, in your time here, you've given all that you've had for God. And God is going to bless you for that. I truly believe it. And you leave this place having made a significant impact. This week, Yoannis Van Ruin takes over the responsibility of our kids' church. And we're so excited for her in that. She is so passionate about kids. And uh, she's up the back there. And I really encourage you to go and congratulate her when you get the chance later. And Tim Horatio, I can announce, is going to be taking over our online church production. Um, Also congratulate Tim later, who got baptised today. Tim's studying uh, video editing at Adelaide University, and so this is a really perfect fit for him. But now I want to invite Sarah to the stage, who just wants to share with us for the last time. Thank you. I uh, didn't know any of that was going to happen, so I'm just going to ignore it and move on. (laughs) But thank you for those kind words, Uh, everyone who spoke. It was uh, a lot. (laughs) Yes, I do get called great-grandma Sarah, so I still think you should be the great-grandma. Where's Sarah gone? I don't know where she is. But anyway. (laughs) Uh, So I just asked Josh if I could have the opportunity to say a couple of things. First of all, this is just so I don't have to say the same thing a million times after this service. Uh, A lot of people in the last few weeks have been asking me, so what's next, Sarah? And my answer has been the same, and it still is the same. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I really just feel like God has said, Sarah, your time at Port Life is up. I've got something different for you. I just don't know what that is yet. Well, God knows what it is. I don't know what it is. And so faith is taking that next step without actually seeing that it exists. And so that's what I feel being called to do. I highly recommend you to live by faith. It's, uh, it's actually really, really freeing. You know, you would think I'd be panicking because I like a plan. I like knowing what I'm doing. But I have never been more at peace in my life because I trust that God has a plan for me. And I know that he has one for each and every one of you as well. Even if you don't believe in him, he's got a plan for you. Uh, So uh, earlier this year, I felt like my time was up at Port Life. And fortunately, I have been here so long that I have long service leave. So in the next three months, I'm uh, I'm doing nothing. I'm going on a holiday, but I really don't know what I'm going to be doing with my time. So please message me. I'm going to be really bored. And and hopefully within that time, uh, uh, God will just show me what uh, what my next step really is. And I'm sure my mum will keep you all updated <laughs> as, as what's going to happen. When I think about my last 11 years here at Port Life, on staff, I've been running the kids' ministry for 13. And then before that, while I was still in high school, like Josh said, I was involved in a lot of things just because I like being here. Uh, so I have two words that come to mind when I think of my life at Port Life. And they are, thank you. First of all, I'm thankful to God for choosing Port Life to be my family. For my entire life, Port Life has done so much for me, and I'll always be grateful for that. Port Life was my first ever outing in my kids' book, like you know, your baby book that your parents give to you, especially if you're the first child. I think my brother's one is only half filled out, sorry, bro. But my first ever outing, it says that we came to here, to Port Life, which back then was called Portside. So I've been coming here forever, and I've learned everything I know about church from this place. So I want to say thank you. 
Thank you to the people who have been here since I was a baby. You have taught me what it looks like to keep going to church, no no matter what era of life you are in. Thank you to Kev, who isn't here. He's the pastor at Seaview. But thank you, Kev, for seeing something in me when I was still in high school. He asked me to run a kids' club uh, straight after I finished year 12. (laughs) It's a pretty crazy move to get an 18-year-old to run a kids' club, but I'm thankful for it. (laughs) It taught me a lot, even if I was thrown in the deep end, (laughs) in a kind way, uh, of how to run a ministry. (laughs) Thank you for Josh, uh, for then hiring me two years later to run the entire kids' ministry. Again, it's a pretty crazy move to hire a (laughs) 19-year-old, but I'm thankful for it. Uh, Josh is incredibly wise. not, and I'm thankful not only for his theological and ministry advice that he's given me, but also just general life, financial advice, and fruit tree advice. <laughs> uh, he's a man of many talents and interests, so thank you, Josh, for all that you've done for me. He's avoiding eye contact, but that's okay. That's kind of our thing. <laughs> uh, thank you to all the staff over the last 11 years. You've made it a really fun workplace and our random hallway conversations and our workplace banter is something that I'll always cherish. Thank you to all of the parents who have entrusted me and my kids team to partner with you in teaching your kids all about God. It's been a privilege that I have never taken lightly. And thank you to my kids team. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to forget anyone, but there's been so many people over the years who have been part of uh, the kids ministry team and I couldn't have done any part of kids life without you. I appreciate all of you for putting up with my scatterbrained ideas at times, uh, but you guys are all awesome and I thank you so much. And lastly, but most importantly, apart from God, thank you to all of the kids. You know, the oldest kids who came to Kids Only, the kids club back in the day, are now 22. (laughs) Makes me feel really, really old. (laughs) But thank you for making the last 13 years of running Kids Life be the best 13 years ever. You guys are awesome. So to all the kids and the young people here, I will miss you so much. And I love you all. Please keep in contact with me. Tell me funny stories and jokes. I love hearing about what's going on in your life, even if you are just complaining about your parents. (laughs) (laughs) You've made my job not feel like a job, and it's been such an honour to spend my time with you. Kids, you're in good hands with Yoanis, but more importantly, you're in God's hands. He loves you so much, and he always will. So Port Life, thank you. This will always be my home. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message from Port Life Church. If you have any questions, please email info at portlife.org.au. Have a great day.